feel like we, we already recording. did all of our good material. Nah. Nah. <laughs> That's all right. Okay. Uh, we are into that. This is, and yeah. we want to be that podcast that really, you know, where people can talk nonsense with each yeah. other. But mm-hmm. but it has to be it depends on what kind of nonsense. And if we're talking about people's religious choices, I think I'd rather leave that out of this, uh, the top of the Before podcast. that we Agreed. were talking about how hot my mom is, so which that is that's, fair. that's yeah, safe grand safe grand. Everyone loves a hot mom. Someone thought your mom was hot at one given point in a Otherwise, you time. wouldn't be here. More than likely, statistically speaking. She was, she, they, someone thought well of her. Is that what you call an erection? Thinking well of someone? <laughs> thought? That's a very nice, like, Edwardian <laughs> term. He thinks very nicely of you. <laughs> I was thinking well of you for like four hours last night. <laughs> It gives a whole new meaning to Jane Eyre and their brooding <laughs> <Yeah>. sexuality. <laughs> um, how's everyone doing? Wait, is this? Are we? Have we? Have we started? Oh, mm-hmm. we've been podcasting this whole time. But I have. I haven't welcomed the people here yet. Oh, well, then do it. <laughs> then delete what I just said and welcome people. Fair enough. I might do that, or I might not. <laughs> Hello, friends. Hello, Greg. Oh my Hello. God! So rude, Greg. <laughs> wow. wow. He could also just delete your audio now. <laughs> I have the power, man. Editing is really going. The power of the edit is really going to my head. Yeah, and we're gonna do everything we can to just make your life worse now. That's great. That's great. That's yeah. good. That's a good dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll say again. Um, hello. Friends, and welcome to another episode of Dungeons and Derek. This is a Dungeons and Dragons actual play podcast. My name is Derek Letman, and I am joined here today by the Dungeons. You sound like a preacher. <laughs> I am joined here today. Or you sound like JFK or something. <laughs> Are you just naming people who talk? Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, JFK, uh, Lennon, uh, both John and the other one. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> people of Hamburg, I am here to tear down that wall. <laughs> what is people that? Was of such, that was such a good mm-hmm. Derek impression. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always going on about the people of Hamburg. <laughs> Derek, the Reagan of our age, except for going to Berlin, he went to Hamburg. <laughs> anyway, I'm joined by Jess Greg. Oh. What? <laughs> what? Say you it. Said you called us dungeons. I didn't realize you were going to say our name. I did. I was I was trying to do a bit, but it was a good bit. That's why I, I got don't in know. the way. I don't know, man. I, I, I didn't give people a chance to groan. That's why I jumped right in. Yeah. Just Greg and Stephanie. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I don't feel like we, like, I, I don't know how to introduce people. You have for six episodes now. Yeah, and I'm still sucking at it. We've sometimes introduced <laughs> ourselves. He's sometimes introduced us. We've introduced each other. We don't have our, our thing yet. No, know? we should have this on lock. I think at the the less you think about it, the better it is, too, right? Well, I'm certainly not thinking about it a lot, and I don't think it's very good. <laughs> but, when, but when you deprecate, there's a lot to think about. And now the audience is yeah. thinking about how badly you've done, as opposed yeah, to going, the audience let's, just knows do the, now. let's just do the podcast. You know, that's a brave take, Jessica. Instead of self-deprecation, you're doing Derek deprecation. <laughs> just doing all the deprecation <laughs> aggressively instead of internally. <laughs> Honestly, healthier. 
<laughs> Not for Derek. <laughs> <laughs> they know. If they don't know by now. Tell them no, to go back not. and listen to episode We got Jessica Verdi, Derek Lettman, and two derps. Let's go. <sighs> it's like pulling teeth doing this with you guys. That's that's how you like it. <laughs> is that yeah? Is that a is that a fetish? Into sure dental play. Oh, la, la. oh, now you know. Now I know that's a thing. <laughs> or the daunt me, you hot hunk. Oh, people probably do put put braces on each other for sex reasons. Oh. Yeah, Do you bet. say orthodont me? Yeah. yeah, it's pretty, yeah. I mean, it doesn't, need, it doesn't need to make sense. It's, it was sexy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, all right. I mean, it's got a little bit of like a bondage thing, right? Like you're being, you have, you can't move. You're being put in a chair. You got to sit there while somebody puts metal on your face. And my orthodontist is like, I've got to shave this one tooth. I mean, that's very sexy when someone oh, shaves yeah. you. Yeah. And you can smell that, uh, that tooth oh, <laughs> dust going into the material, natural <laughs> material. <laughs> I mean, call me crazy, but the uh, the fluoride mouth guards, that's a pretty good feeling in the mouth. I actually enjoy that. It feels good on my little gums. <laughs> your whittle gums. <laughs> put, put, put your fluoride on my whittle gums. <laughs> yes, yes, daddy dentist, put your oh, fluoride. You got too far. <laughs> I've been bad. I've been eating milk duds all week. <laughs> I haven't flossed in three years. <laughs> See that blood coming from my... Stop! <laughs> Full stop! Not say... I, no, I do not consent past that we'll, we'll We'll do a full full hour of, of dental role play on our patri- patrons-only podcast. Patrons-only? Um, a- what? Yeah, Patreon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, so, all right. I was thinking it's Patreon meets fans only. It's patrons only, but I guess I don't know what that fans is. Fans only. You mean only fans, so only Patreons. Oh, yeah, there we go. Actually, only Patreons. we could do this. What? 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 Doing Wait, a- it's only fans? I've been going to fans only this whole time, and it sucks. <laughs> it was a Baltimore Ravens website. <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> Okay, let's play. So the this game. is a this is a D and D real play podcast. Right? Probably is enough. That what you were saying enough fake nonsense. Let's do some real nonsense. Last time on Dungeons and Derek, our adventurers had been tasked by the Arbiter Brago with the seemingly sketchy goal of recovering the Orb of Enigmas from the Mage Pendriel, who had himself stolen it not too long ago. Dissent threatened to split the party, as the three disagreed about whether to go to the Regulators with the mission they'd been given. After consulting with Adair's Divining Bones via the Augury spell, the party decided to keep their mission secret from the powers that be. In the guise of Brewmaster, Barrelman, and I guess Booze, the three (laughs) ventured to Pendriel's Manor. They bluffed their way past the hired guards and cracked Pendriel's puzzle-based security system. Upon entering the opulent manor, they had what seemed like a clear path to their goal, for the orb was in sight. But when Mercury attempted to retrieve the orb, massive magical portcullises plummeted, extinguishing any expectation of easy egress. So if you remember, you know, you're trapped in this foyer 
There's also a den area that's connected where Mercury and the orb itself are. And you've just heard a spooky voice shout from somewhere, I dare McConifer, you old codger, you and your whelps will never escape. Um, and Adair, it might not surprise you to learn that you recognize this voice. It belongs to none other than Seamus O'Greatoak. <laughs> who is another uh, professor emeritus from the canopy. Um, he became emeritus at the record young age of 640 years old. Oh, dear. Wow. Meaning very old. Meaning young. young. I got yeah. it. I got it. It's a baby. Yeah. Basically. And I dare if you want, um, you can uh, you can do a history check to see how well you've been keeping up on uh, on Seamus's exploits, sure. goings on, goings abouts. Well, I rolled a natural twenty. You rolled a natural twenty. Yes. Oh God, what do you want to know about this boy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, name, uh, mother's maiden name, social security, birth date. Give me the works. I'll say Seamus. Uh, it's sort of like he's he's kind of the archetype of like the the kid who always had the answers in class. Um, you know, he'd always be the first to raise his hand. Um, very much wanted to please all the professors and all the all the other faculty. Even like in his lectures when he became a professor, was always kind of showing off to his uh, to his pupils, trying to you know bringing up trivia, trying to make them feel basically like. I don't want to say getting off, but like being very pleased with himself for how much more he knew than his mm. pupils. Mm-hmm. And he's very proud of of how early in life he transitioned to to emeritus. You know, he felt that he had learned everything he he needed to learn at the canopy and now mm. was going to go out and, you know, make a name for himself. And he wanted to add some some truly I know those people. Yeah, earth-shaking new knowledge to the mm. to the body of knowledge um at the canopy. What's our age difference? Let's see. He is he is definitely younger than you. You how old is Adair again? He's seven seven fifty, I think. Okay, so let's say I'm sorry, I think he was like eight hundred. Isn't it on your sheet? I'm seven hundred. Still pretty old. Let's say he's like fifty years younger than you. Okay. So he's been an emeritus for a hundred years longer than I have, essentially. Yeah. Uh but he's fifty years younger. Um and since you got that that truly stellar uh, history roll because uh, I know it does a natural twenty, and then you add something absurd to the roll. You also know that it's it's traditional for emeritus scholars to kind of send like a a periodic digest back to the canopy, just you know, just to let them know kind of what you've been working on, what what interesting tidbits you've learned, or you know, maybe send a draft of a paper you're working on, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and in the last couple of months, um, he has entirely stopped sending any updates. Hmm. It, can I tell if the message? Seems like a magical recording, or if it's a uh, current transmission. Sure. Why don't you roll a perception check? Um, uh, what, what doesn't everyone roll one? And Mercury, you can do it with advantage. To me, that means I am closer to the thing. Yeah, you were the one that like went and tried to grab it, weren't you? Uh, yes, I broke the glass. So wait, we're doing what? Perception. Perception. Nineteen. I also got a nineteen. I got a three, so I'm going to re-roll that one. Yes. <laughs> and that one's a five. <laughs> wow. Oh, no. Okay. Um, so let's, let's, let's color it this way. Let's say Mercury. It sounds to you like the voice is coming from all around you. Oh, God. Guys, help. Help. It's in my head. Ah. We're not cut off from her, are we? No. Okay. Ah, it hurts. 
so we can just tell where it's coming from, but we don't really know like the source or what kind of spell it is or anything like that, right? Uh, not based on that perception rule. Uh, I, I think I might want to do uh, detect magic. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I'm just crying in a ball on the floor. <laughs> I, I, I come in and I put my, my hand on your shoulder. <laughs> Get up! Okay, I, I take it away. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me, Elysia? I didn't do it. <laughs> Did that sound like my voice to you? You, you and your half-elfness. That's racist. okay um so this place is this place is pretty magical in general um there's a lot of magic around you but probably the kind of strongest magical pings that you get are from the portcullises the one behind you the one on sort of the side doors and the ones at the top of the stairs um if you recall also there were a few suits of armor that were kind of Mm -hmm. crumbled on the ground there's there's quite a bit of uh, of magic coming from them. Um, you also get a good uh, a, a strong ping from a couple different spots within the den where Mercury is. Um, and you said you have to you have to kind of focus to uh, mm-hmm. to actually get like what the magical school is, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So you're welcome to investigate any of those if you'd like. Yeah, sure. I'd like to investigate since with the rooms the sounds coming from the room. Let's investigate that room. So as you as you sort of move in there and and sweep your your magical radar. I mean, you can you can color how it works. You pick up a, a couple of strong whiffs of illusion magic. Um, one from the orb itself in the, the glass case, and one from what at first looks like sort of a bird bath kind of thing on the other side of the glass case, like a, a, a bird fountain or bird bath kind of thing. On closer inspection, as, as you move closer to it, you see that there's kind of an image forming on top of it, and it must be some kind of scrying pool. Hmm. Uh, I guess can I use the scrying pool? Yeah, actually, as you as you move closer, um, the the water kind of ripples a little bit and then starts to still, and you see you see a face form in it, and you know it probably won't shock you that this is this is the face of Seamus or Great Oak, and he goes, "Oh, dare took you long enough to find me." Ah, uh, Seamus, you always did have a trick up your sleeve or two, didn't you? I sure did. Did you miss your afternoon nap? Uh, I haven't gotten an afternoon nap in a week. It's uh, it's been <laughs> it's been drudgery right and left. Out oh, here. you must be feeling awful. Feel feel free to take a seat in uh, one of these comfy chairs over here. Oh well, a seat would be nice. It'd be better to be able to have a a lie down in one of your beds. But well, all of your portcullis has dropped for some reason. Uh, yeah, yes, that, 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 that was me. <laughs> but why? <laughs> oh, right. I suppose I should explain what's going on here. Well, let's... Hold on, I'm really soft pause. Am I still hearing this all in my head? <laughs> no, uh, no, no, no. It, it, I mean, if it's more fun, you know, go, uh, go for it. But, Including uh... Adair's voice now echoing. <laughs> well, I think I just. Just like unless someone has explained to me what's going on, I've just been in a ball, and it all feels like it's all around me. Um, you you're probably hearing the voice more coming from the scrying pool. Okay, there, there, Mercury. It's just magic. I it's just a little that. bit of magic. Uh, magic's the man, and I hate it. That's that doesn't make any sense. Yes, magic is the 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 thing that's in control, and I hate the thing that's in control. All right, well, there, there. I hate that guy's voice too. That's something we can both agree on. What a prick. <laughs> oh, I wanted to ask you, how did you enjoy the puzzle I set up for you outside? 
Oh, it felt a bit self-aggrandizing, if I if I had to to say so myself. <laughs> it uh, it didn't really seem to serve much of a purpose, other than intentionally letting in people who wanted to get in just to show that you could make a puzzle. Well, everyone's a critic, aren't they? I mean, when your work deserves criticism, I'd say so. Well, perhaps then, if that wasn't challenge enough for you, you'd prefer a different kind of challenge. Yeah, challenge of figuring out what went wrong with you and why you stopped riding the canopy and why you just went off on your own. Tell you what, why don't you go into the other room, the entryway, and maybe you'll find your answer. I think I'd rather not fight your uh, your suits of armor that you set up there. Pretty obvious, if you ask me. Well, screw you! <laughs> I say to I say to Mercury, um, Mercury. I think we've entered a wizard's duel. Uh, don't worry. I believe it will be very boring for you. Just just I'm, breathe. You, are you saying I'm not needed? Yes, actually. Honestly, that sounds great. You oh, want good. some of this? Uh, I don't think I'm needed either. Do you want some of the mead that I I put in my pockets in case people were going to check whether I was booze or not? Absolutely. (laughs) And I I sit with my back against the plinth where the the orb was sitting and start drinking. A wool's a wood straw and put put one into one pocket and put one in the other pocket. (laughs) Give it give it a straw to Elysia. It's just in the pocket. Oh yeah. What kind of pockets do you have? Pockets. Those are, those are some special pockets, Mercury, I have Not to tell really. you. Not really. They're going to be drinking a lot of fabric. <laughs> <laughs> and sweat. Good luck. <laughs> so as this is going on, the, the ripples on the surface of the scrying pool start to calm down. Um, and to precisely nobody's surprise, it sounds like, you, uh, you start to hear some, uh, some, some magical humming and some clanking coming from, uh, from toward the entryway. And I don't know if you guys are being like badasses and not looking at the explosion, but uh, <laughs> if anyone cares to look, um, you see those uh, those suits of armor starting to reassemble themselves, and you see one of them uh, in their in their gauntleted fists has a big like two handed sword. One of them has a nasty looking warhammer with a big blunt tip on one side, like a hook, nasty hook on the and other side. And where is this? This is toward the entryway where you came in. Okay. Um, there was sort of like a long like red carpet style carpet that led to the den um and so so these armor guys would be at you know the opposite end of the of the carpet from the entryway to the den oh fiddle it looks like we will be needed um and the third suit of armor has a big like kind of sauron from lord of the rings style fancy mace but i thought you said that this was wizard stuff so can't he just de- can't someone just demagic it let's see Let's wait and see. Yeah, I'm not done with my pocket drink. You know, the pocket drink, the 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 lint actually lends a rather nice barnyard flavor. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's very earthy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gives you something else to think about while you're sipping. So the suits of armor start to kind of clank their way toward you. They're not in any hurry. Um, they're trudging with the inevitability of a slow death. Adair, can you disenchant these? So Seamus... Are you... He's not listening. I'm gone. I turned off the scrying pool. Uh, how do I turn it back on? <laughs> you can't, because you're stupid. <laughs> uh, is that true? <laughs> what, that you're stupid? You tell yeah, me, bro. Well, that, I can't, can't, that I can't figure out a way to reestablish the connection? Um, I mean, do you, have a, do you have a spell that would do that? No. 
you can you can do like a long shot um, Arcana roll if you want. You know, we'll be looking for like a natural twenty or, or something crazy like that. But if you want to just kind of abstractly mess with the the threads of magic, I, I mean, yeah, I can I can do that. Sure. What what, what roll did you say? Arcana. Yeah, sure. Uh, roll to fifteen. That's an eighteen. You know, in, in sort of metagame terms, uh, Seamus is is a wizard, mm-hmm. um, and Adair is a cleric. Um, so, you know, his his magical style is is significantly different than yours, I think. Um, and while you do have like an intellectual understanding of of wizardy magic, I don't think you have the practical experience um, to sort of mess with this. All right, I guess. So, if they're still coming slowly, do we have time to uh, look around and see if there's a disengage sort of switch or like a, a magic rune that we can touch to disengage them or anything like that uh, you probably have a good four rounds worth of time um before they'd be on top of you 32 seconds okay all right i'm gonna go look for something to hide nope. behind 24 <laughs> cool um do you want to roll a stealth check alicia yes that is gonna be a 24 Hot dog. Okay, these you know these guys literally don't have eyes, so I feel like be... these Google dice are weighted, man. But, uh, <laughs> In your I'll favor. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, what? Are, where are you hiding? Um, I mean, you're, you're like, very well like hidden. Some, where? some kind of like a cool, like a nice velvet curtain I can hide behind. Yeah, absolutely. There's there's ornate tapestries on the oh, walls. Oh yeah, I'll hide behind a, a big old tapestry. That's never that's never gone wrong for anyone. No. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, you are you're invisible behind the behind the tapestry. Uh, Mercury, are you still <laughs> still sipping on? Yeah, I, I, I was super consoled by the idea that I didn't have to do much. And if anything, I'm going to be interested in watching to see how this. I, for the first time, I'm going to be watching the fight as a as a instead of participating in. I feel like we need to get Mercury like some some help. Well, here's the thing. This seems like it's a it's a it's a personal battle, and it has nothing to do yeah. with me. Oh, I thought you meant your Mercury's own personal battle. No, no, no. That, there's demons there. But that's for another <laughs> for another episode, for sure. Mm-hmm. So I walk over to Mercury, and I say, uh, "Well, looks like we are gonna have to put up a fight after all." And uh, you're such a great fighter that you know what? I want to help you out because I know you're afraid of magic. But let me show you how magic might be able to help you a little bit. I'm sorry, afraid? <laughs> I'm not afraid of magic. I never said I was afraid of magic. I said, I hate magic. There is a big uh, difference between those uh, words. In fact, so many differences that there's the different number of letters. in My each muffled one. voice comes out from behind the tapestry. It's okay if you're afraid, Mercury. I'm not afraid! <laughs> a lot of people would be scared of those armors. Well, here, let me give you some resistance to magic. And I cast the, uh, the cantrip resistance. I'm going to um, show you how unafraid I am of of magic. I'm going to I'm I'm going to roll 3 natural 20s and kill all these guys right now. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by a natural 20? I mean, look at my body. You know, some people are natural 10s, I'm a natural 20. <laughs> I really wish I had the foresight to have started a timer so that 24 <laughs> seconds in this I could cut you off. <laughs> this is like um, in, in the movies when it's a countdown of 10 seconds that lasts for a good like 18 minutes. Fair enough. Yes. Um, is this the appropriate time for the roll initiative? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. 
Oh, I don't get do I get a chance to like jump jump in and, and save the day like I thought I'd like to. I mean, you can yeah. If you want to yeah, do something before they're on top of you, you can you can do a thing. I just want to do it right now. I want to see how well I can roll. I, I like what what should I roll though? I just want to kick their ass right now in one fell swoop. I like want to. I want to. I, I want to like Benny Hill into accidentally pulling like uh, you know a chandelier down and all three of them, but I but thinking that I actually destroyed them or something. So I would totally believe that there is a giant chandelier in the foyer. Okay. If you want to try to, can you can you try to Benny Hill something? Here's what I want to do in my mind, and and again, let the dice decide, or you can say no. In my mind, I go up to go fight them, and I'm going to go kick their ass, but I trip on the way and accidentally loose one of the ropes, and the chandelier falls on top of them, and I get I win anyway. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a pure luck roll, which is it just does. a pure d20. It absolutely does, yeah. I, I don't want my skill to actually have served me in this. Yeah, sure, that's pretty fun. Let's let's leave it to to the gods of chance. Um, and just say 11 or higher. Yeah. Um, 10 we'll or lower. Yeah. Nah. I like this. All right. It's, it's, Those it's are pretty good fun. odds. Knowing how poorly I roll in general, this is not, this is only going to be in Derek's favor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus, an eight. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. I got this, so Derek. You're right. Uh, nothing scares me. That's the spirit. Let's say that um, that you are charging, and there's a place on the wall where the chandelier chain is tied, mm-hmm. um, and you go and you do sort of like trip over it, but it's it's a chain, uh-huh. so like instead of Mr. Magoo style, you trip over it and the chandelier comes crashing down and everything's great. You just trip over it and face plant on the cold stones of the floor. Do I take any damage? <laughs> uh, no, but you're prone. Oh, shite. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, oh. I'd like to do like a comically long uh, family <laughs> guy-esque. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I think that's a good place to roll for initiative and you'll start yeah, combat Yeah, I, I definitely spilled one of my pocket beers, my, one of my pocket <laughs> meads. I'm very upset. Oh, Jesus. Four. Six. Thirteen. Oh, look at you. Armors will go at 12. Um, so, Adair, you're up. Okay. So. Uh. There are three, you said? Yeah, three armors. And what kind of weapons are they holding? You're going to make me describe it again? There was one with it, a mace, one with a axe, and one with a sword. Was that right? Uh, so mace, warhammer, sword. Mace, warhammer, sword. And Darren, while you're looking at the armors, why don't you roll a perception check? That's uh, 20 plus 6 is uh, 26. <laughs> Wait, you rolled a natural 20 again? I did. Wow. Wait, that's a natural 20? Uh-huh. Stop, stop, stop breaking my, stop breaking my little puzzle things. <laughs> <laughs> for, for the metagame, for this fucking Shimuis O-Oak, you know, it's pretty great. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Um, Sh- Shimuis O-Oak. Does it, does Dare wear glasses? Um, no. No? Okay. Contact? No, he's able to magically heal his he's eyes into boy. working, correct? Yeah. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. He's got elf eyes. They don't age. So, Adair, you you can see um, as you're as you're sort of scanning the battlefield and looking at these armors that the armors are quite ornate. They've got like decorative gilding and th- designs inscribed on them all over. But you can see that specifically on their breastplate, each of them has like a line of script in old Elven. Mm. Oh, is that their golem <laughs> name? And I'm going to yeah, it's their golem name. He didn't answer me. Totally is. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the uh, the lines of script. I haven't decided if I'm gonna be a jerk about like enforcing limits for talking in combat. <laughs> if that seems like it's fun and or you guys are getting ridiculous, I might cut you off. <laughs> Just too many great one-liners. Yeah, but Adair, you can see that on the on the mace armor, it says the sword does not attack before the mace. On the sword armor. It says, the sword and hammer strike one after another. And on the hammer armor, it says, two blunt weapons do not strike in succession. Okay. Uh, I would like to cast command on the armor golem uh, wielding the hammer. So uh, they do a wisdom save? Correct. So the hammer bro fails his wisdom check miserably. Okay. I tell it to drop. It's it's weapon and it's sort of uh, they're mute. It doesn't say anything, but you know it looks real stupid and drops its hammer. <laughs> yeah, if it could talk, it would go, Ugh, but it can't. I haven't used my movement yet. Can I run up and grab the hammer? Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, so they they had a good uh, they had a good amount of time to approach you. So so I think they're you know within a round of of movement of you. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you can go up and grab the hammer. Now, I will say, um, while Hammerbro is unarmed, um, he will get to take an unarmed attack of opportunity on you. All right. I'll let him. I'll allow it. Okay. Does a 15 hit you? No. Wow. So he sort of uh, awkwardly lum- lumbers at you, trying to claw you with his gauntlets. But, you know, it's, it's clearly not what he's built for. Yeah. Um, and he comes up short. Um, so, yeah. So you've now got his hammer. Neato. Uh, I presume it's a two-handed weapon, though, right? That I'm not proficient in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's say it's more of, you know, in terms of, of actual um, D&D mechanical stuff, it's more like a maul than, than like a one-handed warhammer. Um, these are all two-handed weapons. Well, then I just kind of, uh, well, I guess I basically have to end my turn. I can, if I can yeet it behind me into the room where, where these two are hanging out, I would. Does it hit me? <laughs> <laughs> um, why don't you roll a luck check and on a... Five or no, on a two or two on a one or two, it hits you. Do you want me to re- to roll percentage? Whatever you have, Andy, it'll be like a ten percent chance. It was a sixty percent chance. Uh, no, no, it 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 clangs off of some like hunting trophy on the wall and <laughs> some priceless artifact. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, shatters some. Uh, so I I managed to get a pretty good yeet into a, a mall as I throw it over my back. Yeah, you're wiry. You're strong. Yeah, all right. Got that old man strength. Mm. Armor's turn. Hammerbro um, is just going to uh, try to swipe again at Adair. Does a 17 hit you? No. Oh, yeah, you got that. Heavy armor. I, I have medium plus shield. Yeah, Adair, you're the only one out there, so Sword Boy is going to take a swing at you. Does an 18 hit you? Uh, Ty goes to Defender. Ty goes to the Defender. Then no. Uh, Mace Boy. Uh, also misses. <laughs> <laughs> so the sword does attack before the mace. So after the armors go, uh, Alicia's up. Okay, so I'm going to pop out behind. I'm going to spend a luck. <laughs> so I'm going to pop out behind the curtain. My first attempt was not good. So I'm going to spend a luck point to try it again. Oh, boy. So I roll a 10. I mean, considering these guys literally are heavy armor, yeah. um, uh, we'll say, you know, you sneak up on them, they seem totally unaware. 
you're using your rapier, right? Mm-hmm. So you just ting your rapier, and it just just kind of clings and slides off of one of their armor plates. How about the ting? <laughs> and again, it you know it makes it it doesn't say anything verbally, but but if it could, it would go. Ugh. Uh. <laughs> anything else you want to do on your turn? I can do hide as a bonus action. Can I just go back and hide behind the same tapestry? <laughs> Absolutely, these guys yeah. are dumb. <laughs> okay. I- so I, uh, I was, you called me afraid. She is afraid. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm just wise. I call behind from behind the curtain. Wise and alive is better, is worse. Wise and alive is worse than st- stupid and dead. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they say. <laughs> that's, that's actually like the, uh, the organization motto for the combatants league that you're part of. Yeah, I'm totally. pretty sure I saw that on the Snapple cap once. <laughs> <laughs> Snapple, I'll Snapple you. <laughs> I think it may be impossible for you to fail this, um, but do you want to roll a stealth check? 16. Yeah, easy breezy. Um, you're again, where'd she go, they don't say. <laughs> Must have just been the wind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, Mercury, you're up. I'd like to... <laughs> I'd like to try and unchain the chandelier. <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's roll another luck check to see. Mm, let's say, you know, you're, you're at the chandelier. It'll be no problem for you to unchain it. You can definitely drop it. Um, but a luck check to see who actually gets affected. Okay. Um, let's say on a zero to five, no one is affected. Okay. On a five to ten, everyone, including Adair, is affected. On a ten to fifteen, two of the armors are affected. Um, and on a, on a 16 to 20, all three of the armors are affected and Adair can jump free. This, this is worth hurting Adair. <laughs> on a 15! Oh, That's two, two of the armors, three. right? Yeah. No, it's great. Adair, for as funny as it would be for this to fall on you, move! And I unchain it. Because it's so much fun, um, let's have you roll 6d6 points of damage. Whoa, that is fun. Wow, this is great. I I happen to have that many and then some in front of me. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. I mean, with your heroic chandelier drop, the armor with the mace and the armor with the hammer crumple to the ground um, under under the chandelier um, and seem to be incapacitated. Does that strike you as someone who is afraid of these things? <laughs> Mercury is the doofus of the opera. <laughs> what? Oh, it's okay. It's a Broadway joke. You wouldn't understand. What's Broadway? Are you calling me a Broadway? What? The armor with the sword is just like right at the edge of the chandelier, and it doesn't say anything, but if it could, it would go, whoa, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us up to the uh, the top of the order. Um, so, Adair, you're you know, just past the chandelier's edge. The armor with the sword is still standing, and... Uh, Mason Hammer Boy are crumpled on the ground. Hmm. Hammer Boy looks pretty armored. So uh, I think I, I want to see if I can't melt some of the armor with some sacred flames. Oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. Wow. Um, and so that's a dexterity save. It will shock you to learn. These guys are not very good at dex. Um, does a 14 save? The tie goes to? The defender. Then no. Um, and is it no damage on, on a success? Yeah, no no damage. Any moves or bonus actions? Mm, no. 
on an initiative of 20, um, there's a lair action. And you can see the two armors that were crumpled to the ground begin to slowly sort of extricate themselves from under the chandelier and magically float back into place, forming the shapes of the, the humanoid suits again. Uh, up next is the armors. Hammer and Mace Boy are still reforming. Uh, re are still reforming. They're not, they're not reforming. <laughs> uh, and Sword Boy, uh, I think Adair, you're still the only one that's really close. But the sword does not attack before the mace, and the mace cannot attack. Oh, interesting. Hmm. 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 Ah, hmm. <laughs> oh, I thought I had this puzzle figured out. A ten does not hit. Um, it does not so, hit. so he's, you know, these guys are not are not particularly quick. And Adair, you're able to step aside mm-hmm. without too much trouble, and that puts it back on Elysia's turn. I'm gonna do the same maneuver. Pop out, try to sneak attack whoever's closest. I think probably um, they haven't really moved too much relative to each other. Um, so Hammer Boy is probably okay. still the closest. Stop, Hammer Boy. <laughs> okay, that's going to be a... Oh, this is going to be hard. That was a 15. 15. Oh, yeah. Uh, so so again, um, you know, your rapier just doesn't really seem to be, seem to be cutting it with these guys. Um, just big metal plates of armor. Really not ideal. Um, mm-hmm. Tinks off without seeming to do any real damage. Okay, I'm going to go hide again. <laughs> cool. I've got, a, I've got a little exploit here. <laughs> oh, oh, God. That's a natural one. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I don't know. You, 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 you trip, um, like... <laughs> l- let's say that on, on your way back to the tapestry, you trip and like a little... Uh, like va- vase falls off the top of of like a <laughs> curio cabinet or something and crashes to the ground, and one of the armors like uh, pivots toward you and kind of points and doesn't go hey. But it would <laughs> if it could. Yeah, totally would if it could. Yeah. And uh, Mercury, you're up. I'd like to um, put myself in the way between that one and Elysia. Oh, thank you. Are you gonna ready in action or? Yeah, I want to take the chain from the chandelier and put it in the path that it will walk towards us so that it will trip. That's fun. Okay, I think I think when the time comes, we'll roll that as an athletics check to, to trip it. Okay. Maybe sleight of hand? Athletics or sleight of hand. And that brings us back to the top of the order with Adair. Can I run over to the mace before it is picked up by the reassembling mace man. Um, let's roll acrobatics or sleight of hand. Uh, well, same, same. That's a 13. It rolls very low. Um, so yes, you, you successfully get to the mace before mace boy does. Okay. I yeet that behind me into the room where, where the mall also is. Does it hit me? (laughs) Mercury, why don't you why don't you roll a luck check um, on a one? It hits you. I was gonna do some percentage again because that that's what we did last time. Fifty two percent likely. You're good. It just smashes another. I don't, I don't know what the equivalent of like the Magna Carta or something would be, but it like flies right through <laughs> some historical document. The Magna Carta for mages. Mm, let's that's not let's not say Magna on this I show. Yeah, we don't say that word. <laughs> Magic take that Carta, joke back, though. The Mage Jakarta. Ma- Magic Jakarta. Say, say Magic Carpa. Just say the, just say the joke. <laughs> oh. 
So Same. like the magic. <laughs> Shut up, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> Say like the major Carta. Like the magic Carta. That was worth it. <laughs> it paid off. We're good at this. Oh, Madhu, that's probably your move action. Um, so you still have a, a regular yeah, action do. if you want to take it. Uh, so these guys, as they're reassembling, would you would you say I, I think they look uh, damaged, or do they look like they're basically fresh, fresh as the day where they were crafted? So I would say there's like. The armor was pretty well crumpled um, when it got hit by the chandelier, but it's starting to sort of, you know, like when you hammer a dent out of a, a sheet of metal, it's they're starting to sort of like pop, pop, back into their proper mm. shape. Well, would it be reasonable for me to toll the dead on them, which is uh, if something is missing any hit points, it does extra damage. Well, that's okay. I don't need to know it. I'm going to roll a toll the dead on them. Are you targeting anyone in particular? Uh, I'm targeting the, oh, the two who were crumpled are the ones without weapons, right? Yeah, so... Maceless and hammerless. Yeah. All right. You know what? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and melt the sword man again. See if I can't get his uh, gauntlets nice and hot to make them drop the sword. Sure. <laughs> uh, so it's a dex save again. He rolls a five, which ah. I assume fails. It fails. So that's gonna be a three. That's three damage to him. Uh, what did, what does sacred flame look like? It's basically like. Uh, crepuscular rays come down but then start focusing as if through a magnifying glass Don't, i'm not sure i know what crepuscular means i'm gonna assume it means looks like a crepe <laughs> so a bunch you, of flaming you know crepes. The, the jesus rays in the clouds on a nice rainy day yeah gotcha okay that's yeah. cool that's cool yeah. as heck yeah um yeah so these these rays reach out and and strike sword boy and you can see that um i said there was like some ornamental filigree is that that's a word right so there's like little like, I don't know, like thin bits of like ornamental metal and a lot of them start to like kind of melt and lose their shape. But he looks like he's still pretty, pretty sturdy at the moment. Um, and that'll take us to our armors. First, Alicia, you're hidden. Mercury, mm -hmm. you're still at the chandelier. No, wait, I'm not hidden. I uh, Oh, that's right. I had a little, little, little <laughs> Yeah, moment. so you're, you're uh, regaining your balance in front of the, the curio cabinet, but still back in the den. So Mercury's at the chandelier. Uh, Alicia's at the curio cabinet. Adair, you're still out in the open. Um, so I think all three of them are going to... Even the one that pointed at... Uh... Me? Alicia? Oh, that's actually a fair point. That's a fair point. Yeah, I, did, I, I rolled a natural one on my stealth check. Yeah, okay. So that was Maceless. Um, so yeah, Maceless is going to trudge over to you. Um, so Sword and Hammerless. They both just can't can't seem to... Seamus's magic is just... His animation of them is just like not up to speed. Um, these guys are swinging like okay. like through molasses. Um, so Jessica's so. Benny Hill music is turning up the volume. <laughs> As a 700-year-old man ducks and weaves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like you're not weaving that quickly. <laughs> it's just like they're swinging that much slower. Float like a bumblebee, sting like a bumblebee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Lisa, we're, we're back to you. Um, okay. So you got you got maceless um, over by you and sword and hammerless. All right, I'm going to cast disguise self, uh, <laughs> and I'm gonna say I'm gonna yell I'm one of you, and um, uh, turn myself uh, t turn myself into looking like a uh, a suit of armor. 
Sure. We'll roll deception against their perception, and they'll get advantage on it, but they're very bad at it. <laughs> okay. I'll just roll once for the group. Okay, mine's a 15. Theirs is a 14. Yeah! <laughs> you are now a suit of armor. <laughs> uh, so they... they they wave at you and they they absolutely do not say what's up bro <laughs> um anything else you want to do Let's question see. does the deception work on me <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking that exact same thing you got a roll perception oh, <laughs> <laughs> gotta be to four wait 15 right yeah oh god i just got a 16 <laughs> oh. nice work Something seems off about that suit of armor. Yeah, I'm a little confused. <laughs> that suit of armor seems chill. Um, Mercury, you're up. I think actually I'm going to at, at them. So I have the um, the chain and I'm in front of Elysia, but I want to um, circle their legs with the, with the chain instead. And like, and like make them fall. So there's the one that, that was overcoming after Elysia and there's the two that are over by Adair. Um, which ones are you trying to... The one that I'm closest to, because I was in front of Elysia. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's roll that as your athletics versus their acrobatics. Mm, oh, 10. Okay. 10's not quite going to do it. Um, no. it, get, it gets kind of tangled up by the chain, but it kind of shakes it shakes uh, it free. Yeah, like, I, like I have it's got kinked somewhere. But uh, I should have let you do that um, as, a, as a readied action. Um, so go ahead and you know take your action for this turn as well. Oh, oh, that's right. Because I technically was going to do something with the chain before. You mean? Yep. I don't see any fleshy bits, right? It's just armor. Yeah, it just appears to be. They just appear to be empty, magically animated suits of armor. Um, is there like a hinge where like I could put one of my short swords in and like stop them from being able to move? Um, there are definitely definitely gaps between between the armor plates. I'll try that. I don't know. That seems like so unlike unlike what my character would do. Maybe I'm just gonna jump on the back of one of them and start and start thudding on it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we. I mean, yeah, that's cool as hell for for flavor. Um, I don't think we need to to roll anything special other than an attack roll for it. Uh, Adele, uh, Adair yells, "Rip its head off!" So twenty one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that hella hits. Uh, we, sorry, which one were you jumping on? Probably the one that, again that I was closest Maceous. to. That I was trying to trying to add at. Yeah. Why don't you roll for damage? Which. Let me see how to hit. Damage is four. I think it's just four. Just a flat four? Yeah. Okay. You tear off its um, off its head and throw, I mean, the helmet. Um, Great. Where does, what does it hit? <laughs> <laughs> Do I throw it right up in the air? Does it land on my head? I'm going to roll for this. Why don't you, why don't you roll a, a luck check um, on I'm going to give you a percentage again. 25%. 25. Um, That's not in my favor, by the way. You should have let him write the terms first. I know. No, but just, every time we've been throwing lie. some, every time we've been throwing something, I've been doing percentage. So I'm just trying to stay with the flow. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't. I didn't set the goals though. Now I can just say whatever I want. This yeah. is true. This is true. Twenty five percent and under, you lose your head. That's right. <laughs> Let's say that you you throw it and it, it flies kind of behind you uh, toward toward the entryway, and there's like there's a wall sconce most of the way up the wall, and the helmet smacks that and a couple candles come tumbling down and and light the magic carta on fire (laughs) (laughs) 
so they kind of roll onto the carpet and um, uh, start to singe it a little bit. It's not quite oh. clear if it's going to like, you know. Catch or not. Light up in a horrible configuration or if it'll just go out. Yeah. Fun. Great. Fun times. Adair, you are up. Uh, Maceless has no helmet, has no head. Uh, sword is uh, looking a little melty. Um, and hammers, uh, Hammerless is still at full health. All right. Well, let's see if I can't amplify my toll the dead by ringing this guy upside the head while I cast it and make the toll nice and loud using his hollow hollow body. Sure, which one are you going for? Uh, the, the guy with the sword right in front of me. Um, and so it's a wisdom saving throw. Eight probably doesn't save? Nope. Uh, 1d12 necrotic damage. Eh, three. Okay, so the, the shine on, on sword's armor kind of fades and it you know starts to look a little bit rusty and decayed. Um, but it's still it's still moving. It's armor's turn. Um, so uh, let's see. So Alicia, you you have a flawless disguise mm-hmm. as, um, <laughs> as an armor. So I think they are all going to trudge towards Adair again. Three swings and three whiffs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm basically doing tai chi feeling. between them, nice and slowly, like an old man in the park. <laughs> let's say that uh, that on the armor's turn, um, you hear a. Uh, you hear Seamus shout from the from the scrying portal again. He goes, Ah, oh, dare, how are you enjoying my devious puzzle? <laughs> it's this one is much easier. It shows you don't have the mental acuity to have a real puzzle. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Alicia, you're up. I want to take another like try to get close enough to take another look at the writing on their chests. Um, yeah, you can you can go wherever you want. Okay, I'm gonna go clank, 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 clank. <laughs> Just saying that. Clank, 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 clank. I'm one of you, uh, and I walk up over to where Adair is because I guess that's where they all are, and I look at them. Do you want to uh, roll an insight check? That's a natural twenty. <laughs> so the the writing on on their chest seems seems to imply some kind of ordering. Mm-hmm. And while it says, you know, this is the order they attack in, perhaps you can do something else with that ordering. You know, they 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 seem to to really not be affected in the long term by by you know they took a huge amount of damage from mm-hmm. from the falling chandelier. Um, so maybe there's something more that you know needs to be done to yeah effectively stop them. Yeah, I mean, I got that. I mean, on a natural twenty, I want to give you something helpful. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So so do you know so you know what the order is, right? You you solved the little. Little logic it puzzle, right? Be mace, sword, hammer. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like it seemed like preventing one of those from like it seems like they don't actually follow that order. Yeah, yeah, they don't. They don't seem to follow that order in their attacking. Okay. Um, what kind of a weapon do you have, Adair? I have a mace. What kind of a weapon do you use, um, Mercury? Short swords. Hmm. Okay. But she could use a hammer. <laughs> and I could be a duck. <laughs> well, I mean, there's one lying there on the ground for you that sure. might do But I'm also, thing. I'm on their shoulders, right? Now. That's true. Let me let me give another little hint. So uh, initially, it was Mace and Hammer that got smashed by the Chandler. God, I hope that's right. Yeah. And when that happened on, on Initiative 20, on the Lair action, they both reformed. Right. You might have heard, um, if this were like an old school adve- adventure game, you might have heard a... Ah, all right. So we need to attack them in their order, not the other way around. So... First guy that needs to die is mace guy. Then sword guy needs to die. Then hammer guy needs to die. 
So. Table talk. <laughs> I feel like Adair's the only one who's smart enough to put this together. Wait, what's I my... I mean, you rolled a really, really good insight check, so the dice says otherwise. I have plus two intelligence. That's pretty good. That's very good. Okay, fine. I'm not sure that Greg got that it. sounds like a parent going, oh, you're it's, strong so You're very good. smart. <laughs> I'll just say, attack the one that should have the mace. We'll see if that works. And if anybody listens to me. That's the headless one, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, maceless has no head. As I yell this, I'm going to do that. Since I have an amazing disguise, uh, would this qualify for a sneak attack? Absolutely it would. Ah, uh, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I'm going to use my luck again. I know that I'm using way too much of it, but I just want I want a good roll. Okay, uh, I rolled a 16. 16 total? Mm-hmm. I really want you to hit, but their AC is 18, <laughs> which is crazy high, but yeah, that's Sweet. kind of their gimmick. Yeah, all right. So yeah, so, <laughs> so you perfectly line up your shot, and let's actually say that you like, you surgically like aim for, for the space between two armor plates, and mm-hmm. your rapier just like goes, goes through tink. and comes out the other side, <laughs> but doesn't really seem to do any damage yeah. to them, um, and that'll put it at, um, uh, yeah, you don't, you're not going to do your hide gambit, get gambit. You're not going to do your hide gambit again, are you? <laughs> or does, does minor illusion dispel when you do Let's stuff? Let's see. Uh, it's disguise self. Or sorry, disguise self, yeah. Until the spell ends or until you use your action to dismiss it. So no, I still look like a... I'll, I'm going to look like a, a, an armor dude for um, an hour. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, these... I'll, I'll say that that was an accident, brother. Yeah. One of them gives you a thumbs up. I didn't mean it. <laughs> okay, like, I'll get How is he talking? <laughs> <laughs> they look at each other as if to say, wait, we can talk, but they can't talk. So, yeah. Two of them look at each other, one of them. That's true. That's true. <laughs> the shoulders just kind of move. There's a lot of implied action here. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. So, uh, if you want to do anything with your bonus action, you can. Nah. Cool. Uh, Mercury, you are up. Can I? Which one's supposed to get attacked first? I need one of you guys to yell at me and tell me what to do. Yeah, I, I yelled the mace. Which yeah. one is the mace? Oh. The one you're already can on. I go the one in, you're already can I, on. Am, am, I, am I able to go into it because it's big from the top and then just push, like, rip it apart from the inside? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead and uh, we'll roll out as an unarmed attack, but do it with advantage because that's fun. You're with advantage. <laughs> Thanks. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> <Four>. <laughs> yeah, seventeen. Seventeen. Okay, so you are you're fully up on top of this armor and you're like pulling at it. Um, but it looks like the it's not like it's not secured with metal like or with like leather straps. You'd think that you could just like pop them with brute strength, but these are actually like clipped together with with metal. Um, oh. So you're just like pulling and but nothing nothing quite seems to go. Okay. Um. Can I start just jumping on the shoulder? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> like, like trying to trying to break it down like a box. Yep. In a dare, you're up. Okay. Well, uh, now that I know that, thankfully, Alicia Ravenwood figured this out. <laughs> time to turn my attention and toll the dead onto the guy that has a weird fighter. That's a deck that. save or a wisdom save. He wished it. <laughs> All right, and he takes four damage. Uh, and Derek, what's the what's the sound that should go with missing and wisdom uh, save? Ooh. <laughs> That's pretty good. Keep it in. Keep it in. <laughs> she still loves me, bro. We're gonna get back together. 
like given given the general tenor of this fight, like I think his his greaves, those are armor pants, right? His greaves just come like yeah. unclipped and just like <laughs> fall off. And he like he takes his his <laughs> arms and like covers up his non-existent <laughs> groin. And that's the armors. So Maceless uh, is going to try Mercury to grab you and throw you off. He can try, but I am huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're 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 much stronger than him. Um, you managed to stay stay on and not take okay. any damage. Sword and Hammerless. Oh my gosh, one of them actually hits. Sword Adair takes a mighty swing with this big two-handed sword um, and uh, catches you across the chest uh, for seven points of damage. These creatures aren't completely ineffective. (laughs) That's that's pittance. I've had worse. Oh, you bet he does. Does he die? <laughs> Is he okay? Sorry, carry on. In Maceless Whiffs. Wait, uh, sorry, uh, Hammerless? Hammerless Whiffs. Yeah, and back to Alicia. I have this, this great gambit where I can just try a sneak attack every time. Sure. <laughs> At, oh my God, I just want to roll good. I just want to do it once. I didn't, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. So I'm going to miss. I think you're just like, you're just stabbing this guy. Dink, 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 Mm -hmm. dink, 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 dink. And I keep saying, oh, my hand slipped. I'm so sorry, brother. (laughs) Being armor is hard. Cool. And uh, Mercury, you're having a temper tantrum on top of, uh, on top of Maceless. Why won't you break? Um... Can I now, wait, so is it like welded or is it like screwed armor? Um, I don't know, maybe like riveted? Do they have rivets back then? <laughs> I mean, probably, probably not screws. Probably I wouldn't welded. Be. Yeah, um, welded. Welded sounds good. Um, is there anything? I think rivets are yeah. easier what? to do than screws. What, yeah. For blacksmiths. Rivets yeah, are let's say it's riveted. Yeah, I was going to try and unscrew with my, yeah. I'm not going to do that. Is there something like heavy that's not screwed to the wall that I could like, Jump up and pull down on top of Maceless. <laughs> the Rosetta Stone is right there. <laughs> I mean, there's definitely like portraits. Let's say, okay, here. Let's say, let's say there's like an an ornamental shield with like oh, like a big coat excellent. of arms. Yeah. So I'd like to like jump up, grab it from the top, and like pull it down onto it. Oh, so that'll just be a just be your your normal attack roll. Oh fuck. <laughs> 11. So you, you try to slam the, the shield down on the armor, but it turns out that it's, it's not like actually made of metal. It's like it's like plaster cast into like a shield shape or something. Um, so, it like so it just sort of like... Breaks all over him? Just ineffectually breaks and there's like a, a cloud of dust. Yeah, so uh, so it's dusty Great. in the air. You start coughing a bit. <laughs> yeah, and that'll bring us back to Adair. I'm getting a little fed up with all that's happening here. I think it's... It's about time that we start ending this. So uh, I, I, I'm going to have to... I'm not in melee range of the mace guy, am I? I think you are at this point, aren't you? Okay. Yeah, they're, 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 all, they're all around you. Okay, perfect. Then uh, I just go ahead and touch the mace dude and try and inflict some wounds on him. 
I roll a 13 plus my six. It's a 19. 19. That'll hit. <laughs> That's a 17. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to narrate how, uh, how you, I don't know, end this suit of armor? Well, it's somewhat similar to the way that I, uh, Ended the big blob, blob of chocolate and ended our uh, other mage friend. I just walk up to it, essentially say, stop it. And then it like starts rusting. It's funny that we apart. all three just simultaneously started doing the, the jerking off motion. <laughs> Not true. It's only because you were self-aggrandizing. <laughs> I'm just reminding our listeners that every fight we've no, we won. No, we all got it. And we, we also saw that medium-sized dick you brought out and started stroking. (laughs) Well, thank you. It's never been called medium before. So you do that. The, you know, armor clunks lifelessly to the ground. Um, And on uh, initiative 20, um, you hear the the scrying pool uh, burbles to life again. And you hear Seamus. I go, ah, all right, fine, you solved my puzzle. This isn't doing it for me. Stop, stop. And the two other armors uh, uh, crumple to the ground. And uh, he goes, right, so you solved that puzzle, but can you solve the next one? How many puzzles are there? There's many, many puzzles. This is like puzzles 302 all over again. And I did not get an A in that class. Um. So there's a there's a magical crackle in the air and the drawer of one of the desks pops open and you can see there's a a pile of paper inside the drawer all right <sighs> go for it Adair. i think this one's yeah. for you all right uh, what, what sort of paper do we have here why what mercury do you have any more of that pocket lead uh probably prob- probably and i <laughs> i check my breast pocket oh yeah here. Uh, all right. <laughs> what? All right, where's the straw? I'll, I'll do it. Oh, there's no straw. I broke um, them both in combat. <laughs> you know what? I'll wait. I'll wait. What? So, Dare, you head over to the desk, and you see that there's a, a stack of paper in there, and it is literally like a... I don't know, like a, a highlights like set of puzzles. There's there's like a Sudoku in there. There's a there's a P cross. There's there's like a little uh, like one of those like matrix logic kind of things with the X's and O's. Now, would I consider going through that entire stack and doing those puzzles to be meditative? And would it take me say four hours? <laughs> um, I mean, it does kind of seem like Adair's jam. Um, if you guys want to take a uh, actually, that's a that's a full rest for uh, for an elf. It is. Yeah. Do you guys want to take a rest here? Sure. <laughs> we got chairs. We got a. Uh... Seamus, we're gonna t- work very hard on these puzzles. So we we start to fade out on Adair very intensely doing doing puzzles with with pen and paper, <laughs> um, while while Alicia and Mercury enjoy their pocket booze. Pocket. pocket well, I, I decided to pass on the boob booze. All right. That's just a little, that's, we're not there yet. It's very sad to me. The, the titty tankard. <laughs> oh no. Adair, as you're doing the puzzles, like every now and then you just hear, you hear from the scrying pool, yes, yes, the puzzles, do the puzzles, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
yeah, and I think I think we pick back up and like Adair's you you just like it was this like <laughs> stupidly thick pile of paper and Adair you're just like just like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, next mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> just like doing them super rapidly <laughs> and eventually you you do the last puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> So you're saying we got a long rest out of that? I, I think yeah. Um, so I think half elves can do can do the four hours, right? Uh, I'm not seeing that on my racial traits. I mean, just just for kicks, let's not let's not split hairs. Um, let's oh. just say it takes it takes exactly long enough as long for for Dare to do the puzzles as it does for you to get rested. Okay. Um, so yeah, your spell slots are all full. Cool. And yeah, so Adair, you've just uh, you've just finished. Well, uh, as as with your previous puzzles, Seamus. Again, not very difficult and more just a tedious task to get in the way of the inevitable. Which I thought they were very difficult. Well, th- thank you. I'm very drunk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you you did all of those puzzles. We did. In yes. in the drawer. There's there's not any left in the drawer. You None. did them all. All of them. Uh well. I, uh, <clears throat> you've, it seems you've solved my, you've, you've nearly solved the final puzzle. I'm going to call your bluff, idiot. You, you just, you, we are going to go get, we're going to take this orb. You're going to lift the doors. Dare doesn't give a flying about you and, and you're old anyway. What, what, what I believe Mercury is saying is it sounds like you and Adair actually have some unresolved tension to resolve. Perhaps we should all get into a room and have a conversation and forget about these puzzles. Usually when I have tension that's unresolved, I just need to have sex with that person with a consent. Yes! Course. We each have attended the canopy orgy many times, <laughs> and it hasn't really strengthened our relationship at all. 600 years of... Of interaction, and uh, here we are. Young elf, I think you might have a good idea there in getting in the same room, so why don't you come up and meet me in person? This sounds entirely uh, straightforward and not like a trap. Let's do it. Uh, so, by the way, with my history knowledge of him, is he at least an honest person, if uh, if self-aggrandizing? In terms of like classic D and D alignments, he'd probably be like the lawful evil type, mm-hmm. very very self interested, out for his own glory. But he would tend to play by the rules. So if he says, "Come up and meet me," I, I were I don't think that I'd have to worry about much of a trap beyond the "All right, now that you've met me, I'm going to try and kill you." I guess I'd say maybe roll an insight for that. That's a seven plus a uh, six, so it's a. 13, math. You don't get the feeling that, yeah, that he's just going to have you like, you know, fall into a pit full of spikes or something like that. You get the impression it would be safe to to follow his instructions. Right. And kind of as soon as he finishes talking, you hear a mechanical grinding as if one of the portcullises is being winched back up into the ceiling. It's happening in my head. Everything is so loud. I think I'm hungover. You're you're not hungover yet. You're just drunk. It takes a little while to get hungover. You don't know me, old man. That's just how sounds work, Mercury. <laughs> the they come day. in through the holes in your head, and they're interpreted by the inside of your head. It's really empty in there. <laughs> <laughs>
you can see looking around um, in the foyer where you are uh, at the top of the stairs, the the portcullis at the top of the stairs is opened. All right, are we, ju- are we just are we just charging in? What do you think, Adair? Uh, I, I think it would be fine if we just, you know, walk up there and see what's what. He's not going to immediately blast our heads off. I, uh, I, he will probably try eventually, but uh, he'll at least want to talk to us first and have, you know, a long speech telling us how he's finally bested us or ah. giving his grand plan or some such thing. All right, so he's a class. Can I pull his head off like like maceless? Um, he's somewhat powerful. I'd see if we can't try talking our way out of this before we try fighting our way out. But he's a classic monologuer, you're saying. Oh, very much so. Excellent. We'll be fine. I guess before we head up the stairs, nothing from the armor looks particularly salvageable or useful, correct? I mean, they are literally like suits of armor. So if you want to have some suits of armor, you can have some suits of armor. (laughs) So could I, so their plate armor, could I take, say, half of them and have a half plate? I don't think that's how armor works, is it? I think it's probably the sort of, yeah, yeah, I don't think that is how armor works. Um, So you'd be like just wearing like the breastplate or something or... Yeah, that's that's what half armor is. Is Greg does know a kind of alarming amount about yeah. weapons and armor. Yeah, so it's basically just the it's the curious and the shoulders and the but just the arms and stuff are going to be leather. That's why it's still medium. But yeah, it's just basically taking the breastplate and the shoulder plates and okay. And that's is that on. one more AC for you? Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm okay with it. So the, yeah, the portcullis at the top of the stairs is open. Um, so there's now a door there that you could, uh, well, there's a doorway that you could get there and, and walk through. The phone is ringing. Will you answer it? <laughs> I why answer the call. Why don't you go first, Adair? This seems like no, a you. No, we're all going to go in at the same time. That's a wide doorway. <laughs> we're going to go in arm in arm. All right, Adair in the middle, slightly why? ahead of the rest of us. Oh, Little little triangle formation. All right. Yeah, let's do it. So you pass through the doorway and you find yourselves in elaborate wizard's apartments. And you can see that on one side of the room, there's an enormous bed, like bigger, bigger than a king-sized bed, piled high with, with pillows and very, very soft-looking covers. And tucked into the covers from like waist up poking out you can see someone that kind someone that resembles Seamus but something's happened to him he's he's changed you see his basically from his neck down he's he's withered and and shriveled as if he's been affected by some horrible necrotic magic in his hand he's he's clutching an orb that's swirling with with gold glyphs and stuff. It looks exactly like the orb you saw or or thought you saw in the den. Around his neck, he wears a gold chain with a giant dollar bill clock. <laughs> a giant Flavo dollar bill Flav! clock. <laughs> it's Flavor Flav. Thank you. For- it's, it's Alan Iverson. It's a huge cross. Yep. Yep. It's all those. Um, wait, 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 wait. I can do one. Um, yeah, please. One of those owls that were really popular in like 2008. That'll do. Okay. Yep. Great. So around his neck, he has 
a lanyard with his <laughs> <laughs> his company ID. <laughs> And that'll do it for this week. <laughs> you can't, can't stop like mid halfway through describing a person. That's not a cliffhanger. I'm kidding. Somebody's, I'm just going out. I'm going out. And on you'll lap. find out what he looks like <laughs> next week. You'll find out what kind of hat he's wearing. <laughs> uh, so around his neck, it's a friggin' it's a big a ruby. bronze medal for the 300 nah. meter relay. All right. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay. It's a ruby. It's a big ruby, <laughs> redstone, and uh, his face looks relatively normal, but like his head is grotesquely swollen. Uh, if you think of like this is probably like. I, I don't know. What percentage of people do you think will appreciate this reference? In the original Star Trek, there were these aliens that communicated that had mm-hmm. like giant brain heads. And the, when they communicated, their the brain heads like Star Trek, that was the, the pilot. pilot. Yeah, that was the pilot. Yes. Yeah. Right, yes. Yeah. We all know what you're talking about. Okay, good. Yeah. Good, good. I hope uh, most of the listening public does as well. And if you don't, listening public, think Mars Attacks. That's close enough. That's fair. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Take <laughs> or, it either. Or, or imagine a big head. <laughs> <laughs> now, hold, now, stick with me here. Um, imagine. Imagine a human head, but bigger. Um, yeah, he's got a big old Mars Attacks head. <laughs> a Baltimore Orioles bobblehead. And he goes, ah, a dare in the whelps. I bet you're looking for this. <laughs> whelps? Nope, that was a cliff. That oh, was is a cliffhanger. it? Oh, okay. I think that's our cliffhanger. Whelps? <laughs> Whelp. Whelp. Wow, wow. That was fun. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for sticking around, everyone. Um, uh, if you'd uh, like to connect with us on social media, Do you it. can find those in the show notes, unless I've forgotten to put those in. If you if you enjoy, please please do all those nice podcasty things. Um, review us, rate us, subscribe, uh, all that good stuff. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. That's probably the best thing you can do. Tell your parents. You never yeah. want to do something. When someone says, don't tell your parents, that's dangerous. Then that's yeah. my PSA for this week. All right, y'all. Um, have a good... I can't say that because it's a podcast. Just have a, have a good life. Have a good <laughs> until next time. <laughs> hope hope you make it till two weeks from now when we play the next episode. <laughs> I do. I do hope you make it until two weeks from now. Bye. 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 Bye.